Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on June 11th, 1952, now, George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is paper. P-A-P-E-R. Really? You bet your life. The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... He's a waste of time. Oh, that's me! Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. We asked for some uh, young people to volunteer tonight, Groucho. And just before we went on the air, Mrs... Amelia Mendez de Bitterlein, Mr. Bill... Stop ad-libbing. <laughs> I couldn't do it again. And Mr. Bill Bill Albans were selected. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. <laughs> welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something, something you see every day. Uh, Amelia Mendez, eh? And uh, Bill Albans. Yes, sir. Uh, where are you from, Bill? Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina? Yes, sir. How old are you? Uh, I'm almost 28. Almost 28. Well, you're a fine-looking lad. Are you married? No, sir, I'm not. I'm single. Uh, do you care for the ladies? Oh, yeah, man. I've been crazy about them since I've been that big. Huh? <laughs> 
What did you do about it when you were that big? <laughs> well, I'll see what I can do for uh, for you, uh, Bill. Amelia uh, Mendez, uh, de Bidlin, huh? Where, where are you from? Uh? Panama City, Panama. Oh, from Panama, huh? Well, yes, we've rarely had anybody from Panama. Where's your hat? <laughs> now, you know, people all over America are planning their vacations these days. Well, some of them may want to visit Panama. How would you suggest that they go, by ship or by plane? I would suggest that they go by plane because it's faster, and then they could stop in several uh, Central American countries as well as Panama. For example, they could go to Guatemala, to Nicaragua, and Costa Rica. You say they'd visit Guatemala? How long would we stay in Guatemala? Overnight or a day. It depends on how much time you have. Just one day in Guatemala? Well, I guess that's right, that old saying. Here today in Guatemala. Huh? <laughs> Bill, where do you plan on, on uh, going on your vacation this year? Well, I'm going to try to be in, in Helsinki, Finland. What's your language, Bill? There are ladies present. <laughs> Why would you want to go to Helsinki, Bill? Well, uh, you see, that's where they're going to hold the Olympics this summer. Oh, well, are you going as a spectator or as a participant? I'm going to try to go as a participant, yes. Oh, well, that's a very great honor to be on the Olympic track team. Have you had much experience? Well, I was on our last Olympic team. Well, congratulations. We're honored to have you. <laughs> Just to be a contestant. <laughs> what event will you win? I was in the uh, hops. This is a training for pedestrians. <laughs> Are you planning on entering the hop, step, and jump this year? No, I'm going to try for our decathlon team this year. Well, what about this fellow up north? The, what's his name? The, <laughs> yeah. You know who I mean? <laughs> what's his name? I, I believe know. it's Bob Mathias. Mathias, yeah. yeah. Well, are you going to have to compete against him? Yes, sir, I think Well, I that's am. tough going, isn't it? Yeah. He's supposed to be one of the greatest since uh, Jim Thorpe and well, uh, Babe Hendrickson, huh? Well, he probably is the greatest, I guess, yeah. yeah. And you have to go up against that? And you don't get any handicap or anything? No. I think you're very foolish. If I were you, I'd go to Panama. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been certainly pleasant talking to you two, and I hope you win lots of vacation money here tonight. Because in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. Right now, I want you to pay close attention to some <laughs> words of special importance. Take the five-mile trial. Take the five-mile trial. Go in tomorrow to see your DeSoto Plymouth dealer and drive the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8 or the famous Power Master 6. Compare the DeSoto Fire Dome 8 with any car on the road today, not just on the straightaway, but going up steep hills and through stop-and-go city traffic and under all road conditions. You'll discover the sensational acceleration and reserve power of the new 160-horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome V8 engine at all speeds. It's America's most advanced engine design, giving you more power from every drop of gas and on regular gasoline. DeSoto full power steering takes the work out of driving, and when parking, it makes turning the wheel as easy as dialing a phone. Get the feel of DeSoto's full power steering, the only type of power steering that takes the work out of steering all of the time. Yes, go to your DeSoto Plymouth dealers tomorrow and take the five-mile trial in the spectacular DeSoto Fire Dome 8 or the handsome DeSoto Powermaster 6. 
And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the low-priced car most like high-priced cars. All right, now let's see how well you work together as a team. Uh, Fire Dome Fenneman. Coming. Give him that 160 horsepower motor and tell him the rules. All right. You bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question later on in the show. Uh, Let's see how high I can build you $20. Uh, Out of our list of 20 categories, you selected number nine, which happens to be cities with names of famous people. All right, now here's your first question. How much will you bet and talk right out loud? $18. $18. All right. Ohio's largest industrial city bears the same name as one of our former presidents. What is the name of this city? Cleveland. Cleveland. Right. <laughs> and you're on your way with $38. How much of the uh, $38 are you going to risk? I say 37 It's all right. 37 A large city in Maryland was named for the founder of the state. What is the name of this city? Lord Baltimore. Baltimore is right. <laughs> You're climbing, you have $75. Now, here's your third question. How much will you bet? 74. Mm-hmm. 74. Okay. What is the name of the Wyoming town founded and named by Buffalo Bill? If you don't know, guess. Wyoming. What is the name of the Wyoming town founded and named by Buffalo Bill? Che- Cheyenne. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Cody. Cody. C-O-D-Y. And you've dropped down... Buffalo Bill's real name. (laughs) Dropped down to one dollar now. Well, here's your last chance to be the other couples. How much will you bet? Bet the bucks. Bet the (laughs) bucks. The largest city in Kentucky was named for a French king. What is the name of this city? Louisville. Louisville is right. (laughs) And you wind up with two dollars. Nobody leaves here with two dollars. I'll give you one more question. You get this right, and we'll bring it up to twenty-five. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? General Grant is right. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Groucho, we invited some young single... Uh, single. Groucho... Where we... were you last night? <laughs> Groucho, we invited some young single Republicans. You go right home and go to bed early tonight. I will. You've got to watch yourself now. <laughs> We invited some and young... burn the candle at both ends. You know. <laughs> we invited some young single Republicans to the program tonight, along with some young single Democrats. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss Shirley Palbaum and Mr. Mike Richardson. And here they are, folks. Meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, youngsters. Do you bet your life? Say the secret word and divide a hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you see every day. Shirley uh, Palbaum, eh? Right. And uh, Mike Richardson. That's right. I presume that's you, huh, Mike? That's my name. A young Republican and a a young Democrat. Mike, uh, I think it'd be nice if you two held hands. Would you mind uh, holding hands for just a second? Oh, go on. Hold hands with (laughs) him. Now, keep them that way. Don't let go. We're too nervous. It's the old joke. If they let go, they'll kill each other. (laughs) How old are you, Shirley? Well, uh... It isn't, I look older than it I am. It isn't obligatory. You don't have to answer. You look like a real young, attractive, pretty girl. Thank you. How old are you? <laughs> How old are you, Mike? I'm 31. Now, let's see. You're the Democrat. Is that right, Mike? No, sir. That is not right. <laughs> That's becoming fighting words. You don't have to get angry. You'd think I'd call him a wife beater. <laughs> 
You must be the Democrat, eh? Sure. I certainly am. <laughs> Look how pleased she is. You think I'd call her Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> how active a Republican are you, Mike? Groucho, I'm the president of the Westwood Young Republicans. What sort of work do you do, Mike? I'm the purchasing agent for the Hardman Tool and Engineering Company. We build aircraft chairs. What is your job, Shirley? I'm a legal secretary. I work for Richard Richards, who's chairman of the Democratic County Central Committee. Uh, you're not married? No. For a Democrat, you sound more like an independent. <laughs> How about you, Mike? You married? No, I'm not. A single Republican and a single Democrat, eh? You two should get married by all means. You could have your own third party. <laughs> Now, what's the purpose of the Young Republicans? Uh? Well, we try to supply tra uh, transportation to the polls. We do babysitting on Election Day. We uh, stuff envelopes, make sure that thousands of cop pieces of... Is that of all you stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you just stuff the envelopes? Have a Freudian slip, have I ever heard? What do you mean you provide transportation? Well, on election day, I'd say some of our members make as many as 20 trips to the polls. <laughs> well, don't the Democrats object? <laughs> or are they busy making 21 trips to the polls? <laughs> I'm strictly neutral in this battle because it happens I'm a Whig. <laughs> Except on windy days when it blows off. <laughs> Well, let's hear, could we have a little sample campaigning? Uh, Mike, give me all the reasons I should vote the Republican uh, ticket this year. And take all the time you want. You've got 30 seconds. Go ahead. <laughs> I would say you should vote the Republican ticket, first of all, for the obvious reasons you see in the newspaper. You said paper, oh so you win 50 bucks, and your partner here, your mortal enemy, also gets $50. <laughs> you can buy a lot of votes with this money. Me? Well, let's campaign some more. <laughs> it won't do you any good. The duck has run out of money. He's clean out of money. All right, let's hear the campaign speech. 30 seconds. <laughs> Hold my hand. <laughs> The young Republican is now on a different campaign. <laughs> and a much smarter one, if you ask me. Well, Mike, that was a perfect political speech. <laughs> I slept through every minute. Shaley Gailey, it's your turn now. You got half a minute to convince me I should vote the Democratic ticket. Well, now, go I've, ahead. I've always been a Democrat, and I... Uh, to remain a Democrat. I think the Democrats are for the working people, which is quite evident today. The, the employment has uh, risen to uh, great heights. In the Hoover administration, we had the uh, we had depression. Now we've got... Poor old Hoover. He's been out of office 25 years, and they're still hollering at him. <laughs> it was a very impressive speech, though, Shirley. Mom. You have beautiful teeth. <laughs> Well, enough of this petty talk about the fate of the nation. Let's get down to important matters. You two already are, I notice. Huh? What kind of a girl are you looking for, Mike? 
Well, I'm looking for what I would consider a wonderful girl, the type that I would think as much of on Sunday as possibly on Saturday night. <laughs> I'm looking for the type who would revere me. <laughs> That's a new approach. I've never heard that. Now, how would Shirley differ on Sunday than she would on Saturday night? I think she'd be fine on Sunday. <laughs> what about Saturday night? Just as good. He's a politician, all right. <laughs> Now, suppose she happens to be a Democrat, this uh, dream girl that you're pursuing. Hmm? Well, I hope that in time we might sort of think alike politically. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you will, and my boy, you're going to make an excellent Democrat. <laughs> Congratulations, kid, and I'll pronounce you man and wife. And Shirley, you can be the Speaker of the House. <laughs> you can run things on the floor, Mike, like the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and may you have lots of little planks on your platform. <laughs> well, it's been very nice talking to you two, and I hope in November the best man wins, even if it's a woman. <laughs> By the way, there's one thing that's definitely a winner, and no matter what party you belong to, and that's the new DeSoto Fire Don't Make. It's a real great car. All right, uh, forget your differences now. You're going to work together for a chance at the $1,000 question. You beat our other couples, and the chance is yours. Is that fair enough? Fair enough. Fenneman, remind our listeners how things stand up here. The girl from Panama and her partner won $2. And the secret word is paper. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected resorts of the United States. These resorts and towns are visited by thousands of tourists each year. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Talk up. We're going to bet the whole $20. I Republicans see. are shooting the works this year. They're not only shooting the works, they're shooting the Democrats. <laughs> All right, in what state do you find Atlantic City? New Jersey. New Jersey is correct. And you're on your way with $40. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. Now, how much of the $40 are you going to risk now? Forty dollars. Forty dollars. In what state do you find Cape Cod? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. You climbed to eighty dollars. Here's your third question. How much of the eighty? The whole thing. The whole works. In what state do you find Sun Valley? Idaho. Idaho is right. You now have $160. Is your last chance to beat the other couples? How much of the 160 are you going to try? The works. In what state do you find the Catskills? New York. New York is correct. <laughs> and you wind up with $320. Well, thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Mike is cooked. I can see it in her eyes. We asked for, um, for married couples with interesting backgrounds and stories to volunteer tonight. And just before we went on the air, Mr. and Mrs. John Caldwell were chosen. And here they come, folks. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealer. Say the secret word and you'll win $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr. and Mrs. John Caldwell, eh? John, where are you from? Um, I was born in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. How old are you, John? I'm uh, 33 years old. Mrs. Uh, Caldwell? That's you, huh? Yes. What's your first name? Mary. Mary. Well, John and Mary, eh? 
Where did you ever get such unusual names? <laughs> Where were you born, Mary? Uh, Yorkshire, England. Oh. Yorkshire? Were you born inside of a pudding? <laughs> if you're from England and John's from Texas, uh, where did you meet him? Well, uh, I met him down under. <laughs> well, no, in uh, Sydney, Australia. Oh, you mean the Antipodes, huh? Mary, where did you get married? In Texas or down under Sydney? Uh, <laughs> no, we were married in Sydney, but uh, the day we were to be married, John was up in Brisbane, and that's 600 miles away. John was 600 miles away? John is no fool. <laughs> Where were you heading, Johnny? Towards Alaska? <laughs> no, uh, I was um, up in Sydney trying, or up in Brisbane trying to get a plane down to Sydney for my marriage that afternoon. Where did you go on your honeymoon? Well, that's the sad part. Uh, <laughs> we didn't, As uh, a rule, it isn't. <laughs> However, I'm willing to listen to anything. <laughs> we didn't have a honeymoon because. Uh, uh, three days later, I shipped out in the Merchant Marine. How long were you separated from your bride? Oh, a long time. Uh, this ship that I left on was wrecked up in New Guinea, and then I was put aboard another ship that went uh, around the world and uh, uh, touched about every port except an Australian port, and eventually I wound up in New York City more than a year after having seen my bride and naturally feeling very cheated and wanting to get back down there. Well, what happened? Here you are in New York, and she was in Australia. <laughs> Well, uh, she couldn't get over here, and I couldn't get down there on a ship, so I thought if I went down to Panama, I could get a British ship, but when I got down there, I couldn't, so I bought a little uh, 29-foot sailboat and thought I'd try, uh, you know, sail it to Australia. Well, tell us about your boat trip. How many other lunatics were aboard? <laughs> well, that's sad, too. I was alone. <laughs> you were alone? Yeah. Um, well, what about at night? Did you have to sleep? Yeah, but that little boat did all right. Uh, I'll tell you about it. I, I never. The trouble uh, was that I'd never sailed uh, a boat before. Uh, well, that's certainly the right equipment to go around the world. But, uh, I think a fellow is crazy to have any experience in a thing like that. Uh, Just buy a boat and sail around the ocean. Huh? I had uh, I had a book on how you to. You were foolish to do it in a boat, though. <laughs> should have done it on a log or something. <laughs> a logo stick or something, yeah. you know, exciting. I, uh, I had a couple of books aboard, though. I had a book on how to sail. Well, and... that's good. That's, good. <laughs> that's really all yeah. you need. <laughs> no, because what I... about at night when you wanted to sleep? What'd you do? Well, I had a book on how to navigate. <laughs> well, you read this while you were sleeping? <laughs> Did you have a motor on this thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gasoline motor, and did it work all right all the way through? After five days, it conked out. Pulled a shark aboard, and he banged away the cockpit and got his head on the engine and broke spark plugs off. And I mentioned, but I had sails. And... But you had the shark then for company, didn't you? Because there's a shark play like cards or something. I mean, no, this wasn't a card shark. You know, you meet them on boats, you know. You got to be very careful when you're traveling. So. Well, I got past the Perlis Islands nearby Panama and past the Galapagos, that's a thousand miles away, and past the Marquesas, that's four thousand miles out into the Pacific. But I had some uh, tough luck after leaving the Marquesas. I ran into a hurricane and uh, I was dismasted. Of course, I was, all my, most of my food was destroyed, my compass was broken, the sextant was no good, and, and uh, putting the boat under a jury rig, I just drifted uh, well, helplessly. How, how, long, how long did you drift? 
40, 49 days adrift in the South Pacific looking and for land. Did you have enough food uh, and water for this uh, uh, emergency? Well, uh, the uh, food uh, gave out very soon, and uh, of course you started getting hungry. And uh, I got so desperate I ate the moss off the side of the boat, and uh, I finally found a jar of Vaseline, and that really wasn't so bad, and uh, <laughs> face cream, and uh, I made a slingshot and knocked down a seabird, but I was using nuts and bolts from the engine and ran out of nuts and bolts. <laughs> uh, uh, and of course, by that time, things uh, were getting to Getting get pretty involved, I guess. <laughs> up, to, up to then, it was a picnic, huh? <laughs> There's one thing I want to know. Did you live through this ordeal? <laughs> and if not, where are you now? Uh, old island of Tuvada in the exploring islands of eastern Fiji. Yeah. And finally they took me off to a uh, copra schooner and then uh, to the main island, and I connected with a bomber to Australia. But, um, of course, when I made this date with Mary at the time I left Panama, I told her I was leaving on the smallest boat I'd ever been on with the smallest crew. And I'd be there in six or seven months while I was three months late. When I got there. I bet she was pretty angry, too, huh? <laughs> well, you've had enough adventures to last a dozen <laughs> lifetimes. You realize, of course, you could avoid all this trouble if you'd met each other at Catalina. <laughs> <laughs> Although, don't think you can't get in trouble in Catalina. <laughs> well, you're a nice couple, and I hope you win lots of money tonight. Because right now you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. Are you ready? Sure, sure. All you got to do is run your $20 and more than our other couples. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind <coughs> our listeners. The young Democrat and the young Republican are ahead with $320. You selected nautical times as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Uh, all of it. Huh? All of it. What is the after part of a ship called? Stern. Stern is right. <laughs> Well, $40. You remember you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the $30 will you try oh, this time? $40. All of it? $40? I'm the skipper on the boat, but... <laughs> what is it called when you change the course of a vessel by shifting the position of the sails? Tack. Coming Tack or tacking. That's right. You, keep on... you now have $80. How much are you betting? The whole thing? Yes. What do you call the ship's diary or journal? The log. Logbook is right. You climbed one hundred and sixty dollars. And it's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the hundred and sixty? All of it. All of it. What is the left side of a ship called? Port. Port is right. <laughs> you wind up with three hundred and twenty dollars, and that means that you're tied with the young Democrat and the young Republican who also have $320, and you'll both get a chance at the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question in just one minute. Yeah. Repair bills are the price you pay for not lubricating your car properly. And you can avoid so many costly repairs by driving your car into a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's for a lubrication checkup every thousand miles. Depend on it. You'll get more than just an ordinary grease job. More than just a change of oil in the crankcase. The men at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers work to exacting factory specifications. And that's your assurance of a proper, complete lubrication job. In fact, no matter what the job, from an engine tune-up to a major repair, you'll get the same thoroughgoing attention. 
because your DeSoto Plymouth dealer knows your car best. His master technicians are thoroughly experienced and trained in factory methods. They use the finest tools and equipment available. And if your car should need parts, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer can supply you immediately with the right factory-approved parts. So whether you're interested in a lubrication job or a repair job, big or small, you can be sure of this. You'll get top service, fast, efficient, and courteous service wherever you see the friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Well, here come the two couples who are tied for our big question tonight, Groucho, the young Democrat and the young Republican, and Mr. and Mrs. Caldwell. Come on in here, folks. Get in here all together and... Uh, Here's where you all sail the seven seas. Uh, each couple, uh, it says on our card here, Groucho, will decide on a single answer and write it down on one of the cards they have in their hands. Now, if both couples get it right, they'll split the money between them. Okay? You have 15 seconds, and here is the question. In 1894, a French army officer was found guilty of betraying army secrets and was sentenced to Devil's Island. Through the efforts of Emil Zola and others, his case aroused public opinion, and he later was pardoned. For a thousand dollars, what is the name of this celebrated French officer? You folks, uh, no. nothing there? No answer? Oh. Let's see the answer. The correct answer is Alfred Dreyfus. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's pretty easy, too. Well, you lost the big money, but uh, how much did they win in the quiz, George? Well, they went the limit, $320 each. Well, congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... See DeSoto, fire don't make tomorrow... Here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Don't stick your neck out in traffic. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. The last guy was really dedicated to get back to his bride. He risked life and limb to get to her. And he did. He made it. Good for him.
I am hesitant to bring up anything about Republicans and Democrats, especially after this past year that we've had. But in 1952, it was an election year. The young Republican said that Republicans were a shoot for the works and the Republican candidate won the presidency. That man was Dwight D. Eisenhower, who won with 442 of the Electoral College votes, carrying 39 of the states. No question on who the winner was that year. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The channel returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For Patreon members, you can listen tomorrow to the latest episode of the Vintage Radio Club. It's a well-done story about blackmail and amnesia. It's from the MGM Theater of the Air and it's called Crossroads. For I love oldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.